gentlemen welcome to the bitkashi cam podcast today we have a very young guest in our studio of bitkashi cam podcast who has taken leaps of success in her career of being public policy and development professional working with the government of india she is currently the assistant private secretary to the honorable cabinet minister for fisheries animal husbandry and dairy with no political background no godfather she has made her own path and is happy to own her journey from a college student in du to a policy maker in an esteemed office in krishi bhavan new delhi fondly called as bbb bindas babu babe by her friends may i invite miss malika pande to our studio on our podcast today thank, thank you, you so much ma'am ji it's been an honor to be here i'm absolutely thrilled to be a part of because she can we are and, so uh, glad to have you and to host you today thank you so and to much. grill you a little bit i know i'm so excited <laughs> in fact so excited. in fact before some time back in our studio the this thought was lingering on that kitni lambi story hogi inki bahut young hai but after speaking with you and talking to you i for felt two hours. like for like yeah <laughs> for like chronology of your success is in months instead not of in years like yeah. that right yeah. Yeah. you feel so no not really no <laughs> not really but i love the introduction part of everything yeah it's like so kitolin <laughs> so kitolin <laughs> i'm like my parents should know about this oh, so sweet. the entire interview i think i'm going to cut that and show see somebody is appreciating it's high time you do too <laughs> oh very humble so, yeah. so exactly what attracted you to take your career path in government sector with no political background like no godfather what was so attractive yeah. see there was no godfather but there were people who really really supported me throughout i mean the universe works in a mysterious way every time i found somebody who was always who always had my back in this space i never felt like there was no godfather they want any people to support me so and i think may i also enough. i think may i also correct i think you did not take any civil exams also no no so i'm so a part of no the civil exams entry. yes no godfather and no, no political background no. in the family no wow nothing so that that's what explains this government right it's all on merit i mm-hmm. think this government i don't want to like speak entirely about the government government or overpraise but if you see the current government i mean they really believe in merit where people like me uh before 2014 couldn't even believe imagine to you know be a part of the government i mean like we had to be somebody's son somebody's doctor nepo baby like they call it so i had to be one of them to get into it but not really no, this is not this case now you'll see a lot of people like me coming into the government sector now so as young professional as lamb fellows as assistant private secretaries even at the joint secretary level now we have the lateral entry for 10 years 3 years it depends on like where you're entering the government so that's pretty interesting what the current government has done for everyone so what has been your journey like after your my student journey? time in du student time uh, i had a great time in du i mean it was a culture shock coming from a small town ranikhet and uh, going to du i mean uh, i still remember what we were also discussing the first time i came to du and i saw i studied in maitri college which is a south campus college right and i was standing outside the gate i remember booking everybody booking a cab ola cab and i was so surprised i was like oh my god can like cabs be ordered and can they come like that i mean this is insane there's an app for it So you know we used to walk to school and this is which year this is 
16. Imagine yeah. like in 16, I had a culture shock coming to Delhi. I mean, in Raniket, we used to walk to school and we have, you know, it's a, it's not that developed of an area. We had a small town charm there, but uh, we, it was a culture shock for me coming to so Delhi. So you, uh, you were pursuing humanities in the US. I was uh, pursuing humanities. And then I think you came, started taking internships with yes. the government sector. Yes. Can you tell more so about that? From first year of my college, my bachelor's, like I said, I got a culture shock. It was, I mean, a big, big change. I had to adapt to the lifestyle of Delhi. In, you know, in Raniket, people are very simple here. People were a bit extrovert. You had to uh, compete to get somewhere, to be known, to mark your, uh, to make a mark on people's lives and all that. Coming from there, doing internships. So I got an internship exposure from my college. A lot of my professors really enabled that. They kind of, uh, you know, every college in you has a placement cell. So we applied through that. And I got, my first internship was with Leela Foundation. And there we taught these, uh, you know, housemates, house helps. Yes. Uh, we taught them uh, how to read and write. Mm -hmm. So it started with that. Then I joined Seed Foundation for their disaster management program during Kerala floods. Then I did an internship with uh, World Heritage Volunteers uh, run by UNESCO in Patan, Gujarat. So it's been a series of internships now. <laughs> now that I remember, I think every month I intern. Oh, wow. Every month. That's what bachelor's. I said. The chronology goes yes, in months. It's like, <laughs> you know, my entire CV sprinkled. Three years is sprinkled with internships. And so, various internships. It's like nothing is like related to one another. So it's right. like different internships. So when did you land up in a government office like? helping in the policies so or this whom did you start working with? 2019. Wow. 2019. Uh, this was my last uh, semester of my bachelor's degree. Right. And uh, I had to intern with Mr. Mansuk Mandavia. I had the opportunity to intern Ministry with him. Health, this I was, think. No, no. Ministry of Shipping. Ministry of Shipping. Yeah. Right, Ministry yes. of Shipping. Right. So I remember a 19-year-old, 20-year-old coming uh, for the first time to a Sarkari office. And you know, you imagine like everybody imagines to be like covered in files, dust, uh, sarkari chai would be offered to you like we were speaking that day with Parleji biscuits. And then suddenly I saw that none of this was happening. I was like, whoa, I was so intimidated. I was like, wow, this is like a nice modern office. People are so friendly. And I remember my first boss, Sri Anil Radharia, and uh, he's one of the closest mentors that I've had in life. And he's really, really helped me grow in this area. He's really taught me a lot of life lessons. And wow. uh, Mansuk Mandiya sir was an amazing minister. Now he's the health minister. Right. So I started off with him. Right. And so it was pretty much fun. I mean, a 20-year-old uh, going to the parliament, wow. accompanying him to the parliament, going to transport Bhavan. I mean, that's where my first office was. But you must be working right to reach there. I'm sure. Yes. I mean, I used to attend my classes at the arts faculty and then used to take the metro, come to transport Bhavan, used to rush back to the hostel reach at 10 and every day it was a cycle of things and it, it wasn't a paid internship as well. But it was so much fun. There was so much learning and so much exposure. So yeah, it was so much and fun. And then after that, you came to his yeah. office. That so no, office. no. After that, I got into my master's program in DU, full-time master's program. So I did this from 2019 to 2020. And then I went, then COVID happened right. in the meanwhile. And then I joined Academy of Administration Nenital. So mm -hmm. my father believes that she shouldn't sit at home. Mm -hmm. That is his basic concept in life, that she shouldn't sit at home. 
she's one person who's a rebel and she won't be able to sit at one place and i've always been a very fidgety child right so yeah. it's like i have to run somewhere <laughs> so during in the middle of the covid he was like listen there's this opportunity as a research fellow in academy of administration where uh, so after labasna our uttarakhand cadre ka- uh, ias ips the civil services and the uh, pcs as well they come and train at uttarakhand academy of administration right. so there yeah. i was for 3 months i did a research there and yeah so after that i went to uttarakhand academy meanwhile i was also appearing for my exams online yeah <laughs> yeah those were the sad times but i think i had a great time In and then you complete your masters time. along with that yeah i completed my masters along with that i finished that in 2020 during my third so semester life was on a roller coaster for you malika yes yeah. it still is it still, still is. is i don't know it's always a more adventure stable at this office right no. now i never feel stable in life oh i'm not God. a stable person in life yeah <laughs> not that i'm proud of it but yeah <laughs> i think it's like always you have to do something that sort of things so yeah i think actually what we are today is a physical output of what we've been thinking as a child and what we experiences we used to have in our childhood do you want to share something about your childhood and your parents yes i think childhood was uh, one of the greatest chapters of my life and uh, you know my childhood was like uh, since i grew up in ranikhet and my childhood was sprinkled with books books were my staple diet bird watching was my staple diet nature walks wow, playing <laughs> my mother used to drag us home literally while we were growing up because we used to always be playing you were in the center of the nature i was like ranikhet what yes. else beautiful <laughs> beautiful place and still is yes and uh, my parents were never helicopter parents that i see you know everybody has a different side of parenting True. but and i don't want to question that but my parents specifically want helicopter parents they always uh, never pushed me or pulled me to do anything right. like sort of like nudged whatever you want to do you do mm-hmm. but also had a little monetary right. not over but a little and uh, they always believed in getting perspective like while i was growing up imagine a first grader their opinion mattered so his or her opinion mattered for example my father was purchasing a land and i still remember we were so excited about it and he comes home and he asks me listen i'm buying a land and purchasing a land in this is place and would what do you think about it because you all open you i was like 7 or 8 wow hardly 7 or 8 yeah so and he you know he took my opinion so seriously and he made me see the land and everything he took my opinion so seriously so that was something i personally believe whatever i am today the opinions that he took is the product like you said the product you are today sure. is what your parents taught you all along so that was one of the my opinion mattered and the second thing was that uh, you always if you see in the common households these days you know when guests come children uh, even parents are mostly like under bed jao go inside right. sit yeah. inside my parents were like come sit outside i remember we had uh, professor shahid amin from du visiting us professor daksh visiting us and my parents were like you know sit in those talks wow. discuss with them participate in those talks and those uh, shayad uncle and everybody took so much you know this to indulge me in those talks and i was just like 6 7 years old i didn't even know what is subaltern history but still you know i i grew up with those terms where everybody was discussing subaltern history everybody was discussing so you are things. coming from a family of education yes and i am the black sheep of my house by the way <laughs> because my parents are like over educated people so my uh, 
parents are professors both of them are phd holders wow. my dadaji was into academics my uh, father's older brother is into academics everybody top wow. to bottom is into academics and i am the only masters degree in my family so very well <laughs> doing very well but also you feel like under educated you're like mm, yeah and the black sheep the rebel <laughs> so yeah that's there so here uh, to our listeners i also want to tell a very interesting fact about malika that she has taught at naropa fellowship program at ladakh yes and was a jury member at iit mandi where she's mentored 100 plus people like and she i think you're continuing at irma now yes so i just got an offer letter from irma and uh, i'll be mentoring them occasionally because you know as a government servant you're under those uh, center uh, css conduct right. rules right so yeah i mean you can't uh, mess up with your office hours and all that you can only go occasionally so that's what uh, i'm supposed so, to do i'm very curious how did you cover up this journey from a student of du to be teaching to such, be teaching somewhere yeah yes, that's pretty exciting from the government sector yeah. and training them startups and policies how do you feel about that so the best part about the startup space was that not a lot of people know about the government in general they have a so very different perception about the government you know the startups also they rather go to a private investor rather than come to the government because of the red tapeism they say they face but now if you see in general you know the difference and that that's the thing that i mainly teach the startups is that if you go to a private investor they take until unless it's a philanthropy they take some amount of your shares they take equity in your business as a startup but the government doesn't do that mm. the government you you were a beneficiary of the government they give you the money and even if you fail there there are not as many liabilities as you know when you take money from the uh, private investors so i teach them that part of the government that you know very they, interesting yeah that's that's pretty interesting so at nirupa i taught these are all these himalayan startups imagine from ladakh northeastern states himachal uttarakhand we all come there work for the for the himalayan states build the products around the himalayan states so they very interesting group of startups there iit mandi was a very different experience altogether so at any point of time somebody whose startup has converted into a business come yeah. back to you that yes they've done well yes a lot of them yeah oh, a lot of them so that's, that's the best part you know an adult like yeah. it's it's such a I had maternal instinct it. i swear i mean i should be saying that but it's such a maternal oh my god they succeeded you're so proud of them and uh, for example this startup in kashmir yes uh, they're doing some amazing work on the himalayan trout fish where they are supplying they directly supplying uh, himalayan trout fish in kashmir to everyone around india pan india right so i taught them uh, while we were in uh, naropa fellowship mm-hmm. and now they they're successful running business so you know you feel so proud That's of all these startups amazing. they're doing so much for the himalayan uh, region altogether so yeah i think you feel but this proud. is some offset from the work kind of work that you do in your office like currently yeah. from uh, the fisheries animal husbandry and dairy or your mentorship is mostly focusing on this only so my mentorship is all about the government today whatever in i general. am yeah in general also it's overarching the government only that you know come to the government it's mostly like telling people like i said it's more so like telling people that you know the government is here to help we are public servants at the end of the day and the startups are also public for us sure. so it's more on that basis that i'm doing the similar sort of work that i do there in the ministry so yeah. on that note any particular policy that you were a part of and it was successful 
in the recent years in your current ministry? Uh, in my current ministry, so my Honorable Minister Prashottam Rupala ji launched something very unique called as the Mobile Veterinary Unit which is his concept was an honorable prime minister's vision was uh, the one health concept oh, yes. where the humans and the animals have to be treated one you know yes. they can't equally equally yes. rupala sir launched something called as the mobile veterinary units and we have more than 500 of them pan where india. we pan india and we give the states money to run them oh. so basically you have a doorstep delivery to the animal health right so imagine then the toll free number is 1962 so a lot of people may not even know about that. Yes. So you must be but promoting. But you know, the government again is doing great work in publicizing them. It's basically our clientele is the rural India, right? So it's reaching the rural India. And so if given a choice, do you believe in privatization more or the public sector or the public? I think whatever works for the people. At the end of the day, the impact has to be for the welfare of the people. I think I believe in whatever works for the people. Nothing else. Right. I am being a diplomat. Hugely. <laughs> Hugely. <laughs> Sorry for the non-interesting answer that you were expecting, but yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I have to ask you about your experience with the Uttarakhand government, the yeah. Academy of Administration Nenital, where yeah. you were a research fellow, I think. Yes, yes. So you had some interesting things to tell about I the school had a there. A lot of interesting things. So Uttarakhand Academy of Administration, I like I said, I worked there for two months. And uh, there I worked under a very senior IS, Sri Rajiv Rotila, and one of the associate professors there, Dr. Deepak Palewal, and they guided me to work on something called as the Kumau Division. They made me do a study on how the COVID... Uh, Sorry to interrupt you, but can you please tell us a little bit about the Academy of Administration in Nenital? Probably a lot of our listeners don't even know about Yes. That. So, after training at Labasna Masuri, all the civil servants, IAS, IPS, who are of Uttarakhand Kada, they come to Uttarakhand Academy of Administration and uh, they train there to know about the state. Whereas uh, the PCS, you know, the state services people to know all about the state and all, they also come to train there. So, that all is right. the main academy for the state services. And also an academy where the IS, IPS come to train after That's the only Labasta. for Uttarakhand. That's only for Uttarakhand, yes. Okay, so, so all the states have their own uh, academy. Yes, all the states uh, have their own academy of administration, yes. All right. To train their bureaucrats, basically. Right. Yeah. So you were a part of that. So I was a part of the research fellowship that they oh, had put out. Yeah. So uh, we did a study on the Kumau division uh, primary schools. What sort of challenges were they facing during the COVID-19 pandemic? I, I did a lot of field research as well, uh, even during the COVID pandemic. We took all the precautions. We went to these uh, schools. Can you can you ever imagine like these? What is your perception of a government school? So like infrastructurally decent, mm -hmm. teachers struggling with the children coming to school. Right. Children don't want to go to school. They're yeah. pulling and uh, maybe struggling for basic facilities. Yeah. Would you ever send your child to a government school? See, if I, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Because if I can afford to not. So. Yeah. Right. So imagine I had this perception too, right? Purely this perception that uh, it would be a dilapidated condition school. And uh, probably kids would be sitting on mat and you know, I mean. Because we have seen that condition. We've, yeah, always, we've been, always seen that condition. Our mind always thinks that way, right? 
Now imagine I go to the school and under the scheme of Rupantaran, which is the change. Rupantaran means change. change. In, yeah, right? Rupa. Ka, Rupa change. Mm. I went there. I see the school, which is even better than a private school. Wow. The you know the children were speaking in English. They were given instructions in English about the COVID nineteen pandemic, all the precautions. They were trained. They all were wearing masks, and they sang. And they you know they even were singing like different. They were singing Pahari songs. They were singing Hindi, English. and they were also singing English. And they loved Justin Bieber. Wow! So they were singing "Baby, <laughs> Baby" when I came. I know you were shocked. You were absolutely That's thrilled. That's amazing. Can you imagine a Sarkari school to have that? Yeah. And so that was a turning point in my life. I personally believe, and in fact, I found this very interesting school there, which I really want to tell our listeners also about. There's this school, uh, primary school in Kapkot, which is in District Bageshwar, very small place. It's a tinsel town. I go there. There was reverse migration. Can you imagine? Children from private schools Amazing. coming to the sarkari schools. See, quality matters. Quality matters. Anywhere quality These matters. These children had smart schools. These children was again, like I said, were speaking in English. And you know what changed is those government school teachers. They started bringing their children. They started enrolling their children in the government school. Uh-huh. That's how it started. That's how it started. You know, that's that's what was their first point that enroll your children in. So you can attract more because once you enroll your children, right, you give the best education to your own child. Absolutely. So that was the principal's concept that he ensured that each and every one in that school who taught, they enroll their children in the school. So that was a very interesting thing. Imagine the population of that school, as far as I remember, two three years back, was only like seventy uh, eighty. Now yeah. it's more than five hundred. Wow. More than 500. Can you imagine? More than 500. So amazing. I was shell shocked. I mean, that thing was earth shattering for me, honestly. And no, that's quite yeah. an experience that you would have had. And more, sure. and almost every school had that. Yeah. And you know, in private institutes, I was seeing that teachers did not take as much as effort. Here, the government school teachers were going to each and every house. They were distributing their homework sheets, and. The amount of effort that they were making every day—that should be made at the sample school, I think. All of the most of the Kumaon Division schools were doing that. Right. So these are approximately more than I think hundred to hundred schools. So was it replicated in any other state, in your knowledge? Not that I know of. Not All that right. I know of. But did you try? Since you are sitting in a place where you can yeah. make an effort. No, I think I did not try. But I shall take this into account. But this is an amazing yeah. thing. This is if you amazing. can do that, yes. if you can create a yes. case study around it. Yes, I Definitely. think a lot of awareness and somebody can and actually pitch and do that. But, but you know, it's always a ripple effect that this community that they built together, this community of bureaucrats, the community of teachers, the community of parents. The parents of these government together. schools, yeah, they are all working together, absolutely, to bring up the children. And the amount of effort they are putting in, I think it's amazing. So that was, you know, a, a big change of perspective for me. True. Yeah. So you have been a youth icon in government. So people like you are actually the backbone. Youth icon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I will come to your awards, and uh, you people like you are actually the backbone for the. Leaders who have some policies to be implemented, but you actually execute it. Yeah. So my question is: there are some bits about the government working style, offices, timings. What are your thoughts about that? 
Wow, I loved. I think I'm here to debunk myths today. <laughs> I think I'm here I to debunk myths. I kind of wanted to yes, take the yes. path of question. So, um, the first myth A, that uh, we are covered in files, dusty files with, uh, you know, you can't even see our head and uh, you'll see a John Lennon, uh, Harry Potter, you know, glass <laughs> structure, you know, sitting somewhere covered around the file. So, that is the first no. Trust me, I don't. I, I also wear those glasses, but it's like, no, we are not covered in files. We are going paperless now, by the way. Very glad so, to know. Yeah, thankfully, we are going yeah. paperless. And our main focus under this uh, thing called Swachata Pakwada, where our minister checks whoever has the most papers, is like, uh, he scolds us. He's like, my God, why do you have so many papers? So we ensure that it is paperless. Wow. Yeah. So that is one. And the second is uh, the Sarkari Chai. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the that Sarkari Chai, the Sarkari Babu, the Sarkari Chai, Sarkari Chai will be Doob Wali huh. and with Parleji Biscuit, that's what we are known for, but hello, that has changed, we also have coconut water now, so, and we also have, uh, you know, hibiscus teas, and that is not from the public money, we all get it by ourselves, so <laughs> don't think that is from the, your tax coming. Very interesting. So, and yeah. about the timelines. About the timelines, oh, there are strict timelines. So now we have a digitization of the entire, you know, so for example, our minister assigns us a task on a dashboard. Right. And then he can also look at who hasn't completed it. All right. So we have designed these dashboards all over, like Ministry of Health has it, Ministry of Commerce has it, Piyush Goel Sir's office has it, Mansukh Mandir Sir's office has it, my office has it. So anybody he assigns tasks to, you can literally check that who hasn't completed or finished their work within this frame of time. And every, you know, we have weekly reviews, we have monthly reviews, who is lagging behind, why are they lagging behind, and they should be ready with an explanation. Wow. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty strict system. That's what, you know, everybody Quite thinks. Quite happy to know that. Yeah, everybody thinks that, you know, Sarkari Babu is having the time Everything of their life. Um, oh, they're so lazy, they're laid back, they're absolutely left. doing nothing, they leave at 5.30 in the evening. No, that's not true. <laughs> the offices <laughs> work till true. late. Yeah, the offices work till late. Our minister is constantly traveling, everybody is constantly doing work. There's a whole lot of machinery, you know, that... Not a lot of people know about. No, we yeah. are progressing for sure. And that's the reason in why a good we way. are. <laughs> in a good way. Of course, we are yeah. progressing. Yeah. You were featured in Nari Shakti Dialogues hosted by DD News, which I think uh, was inaugurated by the President of India, Ms. Murmuji. Then you were featured in 25 Under 25, which is a list of exceptional change makers curated by Young India Foundation and The Body Shop. And not to forget that you've been awarded Fiki Flow Young Star Award 2023. What an impressive list of accolades. Wow. How does it feel with acknowledgement like these? Does it ever go onto your head or do no. you feel grounded? You need it more? No, I think, uh, you know, when you come from a place uh, where you, you know, you, where your roots, I think a person should never forget their roots. And I think everybody in my family and in my office specifically, they never make me forget where I come from. So, you know, they never let me get it to my head. <laughs> Today, even when I go back home, my father makes me clean the car. Hmm. So, it has never changed for the 25 years. Oh, nice. Today. Yeah, so it's never changed. Whoever you are, you are in And you office. have a long way to go. And yeah, I think they've never let me get it to my head. Mm -hmm. So, I'm so happy and I'm so glad that I am a channel to impact people's lives. That's it. I think it's with the utmost humility that I have to do it. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm so proud of it. That's it. And it's full of, I'm so full of gratitude actually that I'm sitting here. That's amazing. Because there's so many people out there 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing wonders in life, but uh, yeah, I think I'm. I'm so there are there are kind today. of lot of perks to what you do actually. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of responsibility also. Yes, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of stressful days. Yeah. What is your mantra for relaxation around you? So uh, slightly to differ from that, yes. I remember the first time I was accompanying my minister. Little anecdote here. And I asked him, sir, why did you become a politician? So it's a very interesting. You actually asked. Yeah, I asked him, sir, why did you become a politician? Mm-hmm. You know, you also get by being the youngest sometimes. So I asked him, and then Rupala um, sir replied, and that has stayed with me, and that will always stay with me. Is that when your one signature can change people's lives, it can impact people's life, a billion people's life. You know, the owners, the responsibility that you carry. it's unimaginable unimaginable absolutely truly unimaginable because it's like um you know you don't have a very razzle dazzle in this you know in the sarkari job i i mean i see the private corporate friends that i have they're earning wads of money and you know they're earning so much money in general and yeah. uh, they're having like fancy cars they're doing great things they're going for great holidays yeah. but the uh, You, the only thing that you know, you twenty four seven, you're having even sleepless nights, but you always remember that thing, that that sentence that he said, the impacting. impacting people. True. And you know, when you go home, the sleep, the good sleep that you get, the day is productive it. every day. The day so is productive say. every day, and I've always believed in three things. So, uh, oh, sorry, you asked about the mantra. What yeah, is the for mantra? For your relaxation, I mean, how do you relax yourself from? Also, the kind I, of everyday stress that you go through. Yeah. So I think you know when you love your job, you don't have stress. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's true. I think I've never been stressed in this job. I, really? I, I never use the word stress in my job. Very Thankfully, nice. I have I have a great boss. I have a great team, and they're such supporting people that I don't think I find stress there. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. That's what I say. Like people think you know if the job is so stressful, stressful and all that. No, they, no. Okay. That's on so yeah. you're a happy person, right? Yes, I am very happy, and I <laughs> stress is no word so, in your dictionary. Not stresses. I mean, everybody has stress. Everybody has has their moment. But you know, you also there are different things. I go for horse riding. I do meditation. So yeah, those are some things that you cope up with. You have very little hobbies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the interesting part. Uh, we as women are yet to attain some equality in our workspaces, in the pay scales, and many other spheres. Have you ever faced any gender discrimination, and particularly in your case, any ageism? Yeah. In your working sphere, I'll be very honest with you, and I am not going to generalize it or sugarcoat it. But fortunately, I've never faced any gender discrimination, and I can't say, like I said, I don't want to generalize it. But I've been lucky enough because I always had these bosses. I think उनके पास वो gender lens है ही नहीं, you know, they don't have that gender lens that somebody who is working is good enough for them. Is, yeah, somebody who is working is good enough for them. Right. Somebody who has a merit is good enough for them. Absolutely, that's it. Ageism part, I think my particularly, I never faced it from my minister. I never faced it from my bosses. But you know, when you work in a government system, so I entered the office for the first time. I remember, and uh, you know, everybody saw me, and they were like. Okay, well, you know the section office and everybody else also in the uh, the government. And like, okay, she's too well, young. She's too young, and I have always been uh, 
but the i i managed that by the way so that's a long story how i combated that part in uh, some in- gain that some trust. interesting experience that you want to share some interesting experience of facing ageism was i had uh, gone for a tour and everybody thought that i am uh, the secretary's daughter <laughs> so they thought okay. that i am the secretary's daughter and you know they generally when they welcome you they give you a bouquet and they they you nicely treated right. so, and they saw my name so i was like uh, they saw my name on the list that this person is also traveling who is an assistant private secretary to the minister they saw uh, they thought that i'm a 50 year old woman oh. so they even carried medicines also <laughs> they even carried medicine there is a 50 year old woman who is coming here and all that and they see me and they're like oh some secretary's daughter so they forgot hmm. give me a bouquet and then they came to know later that oh no this is malika pandey and they <laughs> ran and they gave me the book and they welcomed me oh my that god that was hilarious that was hilarious so that's the sort of you know but like some point of expect. time had it been a point of frustration that why aren't they getting me is it just because of the age that i'm not able to come across so in you my know when you point of views when your boss has your back and he supports you the he supports you really really you know he's out there so rupala sir is there my minister my private secretary ram singh sir so they have been a huge support they've ne- like i said they've never treated me you know any indifferent right. or they've never taken my opinion non seriously it's all about gaining trust at the end of the day absolutely so that's what i think so you being mantra. so young that we've been already talking about do you have some tips for our young listeners yeah. or somebody who's aspiring to come in the government sector So being Gen Z honestly is a hard work. <laughs> It's a hard work because you get advices from everywhere. True that. Be it the internet, be it your parents, be it your relatives, be it any random uncle and auntie in your circle or vicinity. You get it's genuinely a hard work. You are constantly under that. You are under that scrutiny. The amount of scrutiny that you have, and trust me, you all are acutely aware of the scrutiny that you're going through, True. right? So it's a hard work. and everybody competes for that one elite job so everybody is in a rat race mm. that you fight for that one elite job so you know now having the benefit of the hindsight i just want to say that don't compete with anybody it can be a very exhausting process because till you enter your late 20s or your mid 20s you're already exhausted so and you already cross that threshold that you don't want to work anymore So I personally believe that don't compete with anybody. Just compete with yourself, and that's what has been very constant for me since childhood. I only compete. But with for myself. that, I believe, Malika, that if the availability of opportunities are very clearly defined in front of anybody, especially yeah. the Gen Zs, yeah. then there is no competition as such. Then there is no competition. Then you can actually choose of what exactly you want to do. Yeah. And I think in your career, you have done exactly the same. Yeah. You've never been into a competition, so to say, and you've always taken an opportunity, yeah. whatever came your way, and you made your own path. So you know, competition. I think we neglected. Competition is there. Yes, definitely. Sure. Competition yeah. is there. You know, you get into do you again? That's on the basis of merit. You get into a master's program in do you? We all appeared for an entrance <laughs> exam, and you know only. 200 people get into that merit is yeah. essential so merit is essential even this job also you have to appear for an interview have to appear for a sops and all that you have to write beat any fellowship in the government also you have to have to have that merit you have to stand out Absolutely. at the end of the day so it's a lot of you know combining factor uh, factors lot of uh, combining factors are involved in it 
but yes i mean competitive competitive exam i'm not sure that there, there's a lot of competition but you know when you have competition with yourself you're like oh what did i, I have do to do wrong? something better yeah i have to do something better i have to improve every true, day true so i still do a lot of courses for example Mm-hmm. even while i'm working today i've done uh, a lot of courses diploma courses this course that i love doing courses mm-hmm. yeah so you know you compete with your knowledge bank is constantly increasing and that's yes. definitely the path yes. that you carry that's definitely the path you carry so i think that's there so Most since uh, we are talking about because she can one instance or one uh, experience in your life where you did something and you felt oh my god yes because i could do that and i've done it you know now the young professional program is coming up not a lot of people know about how the government is really helping we are and you can you imagine how many under 25 people are there yeah right now in india stats 60 60 crore people are under 25 so we are the youngest yes. nation so we are the youngest say. nation yes. as to say right mm. and uh, the best part has been where you know students from du students from uh, different colleges have come up to me and said you know because we saw it on your talk on dd which was featured on dd and they've come up to me and they've said that you know we have applied for these internships which i did wow. not know during my bachelor's and because of less awareness like i did not know that the government has to offer so much be it the young professional program be it uh, the lamp fellowship be it working with any parliamentarian even why i'm mailing that can you imagine like you mail i i know people who have literally written emails to the member of parliament and have gotten internships with them wow and at a ministry level also so i think you know those children they coming up and saying that you know we got an internship at ministry of external affairs because we saw your talk and you know we watched you and i think that's oh. the most fulfilling how inspiring yeah. is that yeah. and i'm sure throughout this podcast lot of them lot of more people yes. get this idea and i really hope so too because you know the young people yes get diverse perspective get yes. a very very different opinion to the table and uh, trust me the government appreciates it they take you seriously it's not like you're not taken seriously you're taking very seriously so that's the best part about it so something about delhi it has been a warehouse of possibilities for you how do you think that this place has given you that space that you wanted or to excel here delhi has really helped uh, convert my potential into performance coming to the kind of internships that you've done like you've done internships in disaster management cultural heritage the maitri project that you were talking about uh you have not specialized in your like you've not taken a phd or a doctorate in any of the fields but you know everything about yeah. so many fields yeah how do, you, do can you tell our listeners something about that that can it help in development or progressing in your career yeah to what extent so that sort of um, you know i believe in the concept of deep generalist which is a very interesting concept altogether and i did that in my career altogether i never specialized specialized in anything yeah so deep generalist basically means when uh, a person who has different perspective to a common problem and they're experts at connecting the dots you know oh. so i've done something from disaster management like you said to methi to my job now to being in the ministry of shipping so i've done like different things i know how to connect the dots in this job imagine um, you know every every time i did anything i got an i got to learn a different skill from those jobs 
सो या सो डीप जर्नल आई थिंक आई एम डीप जर्नलिस्ट एंड आई एम बिलीवर इन बींग डीप जर्नल इट्स नॉट बैड टू हैव अ स्पेशलाइजेशन इन समथिंग ऑफकोर्स इट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट बट आई थिंक डीप जर्नलिस्ट पीपल नाउ ऑन आर मोस्ट सक्सेसफुल Very interesting. Yeah, so that's a very interesting thing. So that's that again people... another tip for our young yes, listeners. Yes, again a tip for the young listeners in uh, aspiring, aspiring. But one more tip for the young listeners today. Not tip actually. I shouldn't be calling that. Yeah, that's more it's, like it's uh, an experience. Sharing, yeah, it's an yes. experience sharing. And uh, one experience sharing would be that uh, I believed in the three Ps. that's the pay product and the people that you work with so pay of course you should not work for peanuts but that only shouldn't be your focus the product what is the outcome of your job are you even impacting something are you making a change so that should be there and uh, yes the people that you work with you know if you have a very negative atmosphere i think that disables your growth at a very early stage so you know during your early career while you know you're just about to fly you need those people who morally support you True. yeah so of course the people so the three p's in life all always that i think i'm always about three b's and three p's <laughs> bindas babu bev and pay product people you like acronyms yes i'm yeah. like the acronym person <laughs> in the sarkar <laughs> awesome so that's there so now after some professional grilling of miss pandey we have some fun grilling now we invite neha nagpal the last ten of our snn who is already in the studio to have some fun section yeah <laughs> finally so here we go with the rapid fire which is actually not like the current over rapid fire yeah there do is i no. get a hamper or no sorry do i need to work for a hamper or no there is no hamper <laughs> there is only appreciation <laughs> and there are a lot of hugs and kisses to you <laughs> Right. So I which I'm sure you don't need from us. No, I I think there I need it. There has to be a question about uh since you're very young. Do you like what is one quality that you see oh, in I a thought, man? Oh, I thought you would say do you have a boyfriend as like otherwise we don't mind know. we don't mind to know that. Oh yeah, my parents are just going to watch this. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll sure. I'll say it very correctly. <laughs> I'll answer it very. Correctly. So I think I should just take it to my rapid fire. Yes, yes, yes. Um so tell us what's the food you cannot live without? chola bhatura mm-hmm. and i have been advised not to have any of it but i still eat it and where in delhi religiously a famous place sitaram ah sitaram sitaram yeah, okay. what's your last google search <laughs> you have to tell that <laughs> your talk i'm not even kidding about it it was your talk please specify neha nagpal neha nagpal's podcast <laughs> how to live up to it <laughs> like literally i'm not even joking okay, about it i did her podcast <laughs> i cannot be held she paid me to do that <laughs> i would never buy it i like that i don't drive nothing um what's the one thing you uh, will never do again oh there are a lot of things <laughs> there, there are a lot of things <laughs> i think to come in people's business to me because you know i personally believe i've uh, lost in a lot of great relationships in life oh coming in between people's business and i shouldn't have done that uh what's the title of the last book you read oh it was fahrenheit 451 mm-hmm. yeah i recommend that book which is about it was about uh, this firefighter how the firefighters this this guy called bradbury black american guy who's been widely appreciated by president obama as well uh what's the worst advice you've ever gotten to chill 
to chill the you know to chill to have fun and to chill that's, I mean, it. that's actually the best advice anybody I know ever but get. it's like Just you know in this age that I don't think you should be chilling a lot you should know that you should not chill and you should also work so the worst advice that i've been given is to chill oh. relax and be laid back <laughs> and chill no <laughs> that's the worst advice dance with lady gaga or dinner with salman khan the dance with lady gaga any day oh wow yeah. okay. do you like dancing no you like suddenly lady? no i think you'll make me dance no something is going to make you dance but still just asking yeah fun one is is yeah. the dancing part like more attractive or lady gaga more attractive here? have you seen those uh, drunken chachas in wedding oh. i'm like that the sound dance. dance is like that the nagin dance the nagin those dance, dance yeah. Yeah. not the late late ke dance karte like those types yeah. roller coaster what is slides roller coaster some interesting the thrill would you rather be the protagonist of the story or the sidekick the sidekick <laughs> <laughs> i want to be a sidekick <laughs> uh books or movies books oh i mean do you get time to watch movies they say yeah i watch uh, not movies exactly my uh, night indulgence is night netflix. indulgence is keeping up with the kardashians please don't judge me for that really yes can you imagine it you should already judged you dude thank you thank you because you don't have to use Amazing. your brains yeah i want i want to watch something where i don't want to use my brains anymore how nice be afraid or be embarrassed i think be afraid Not be married. I've already been married so many times. Okay. So I think now it's be afraid. <laughs> Tattoos or piercings? Piercing. My mother could kill me if I get a tattoo. I always wanted to get a tattoo. Of all the, you know, Tom Cruise movies that I love, like. Oh wow. Yeah. That's just a fantasy. Now. That's a sweet one. Very yeah. sweet. <laughs> My God, this beautiful setup that you have here. I think I've enjoyed. I've been grilled. I have been fun grilled. I have been actually grilled, so I'm very excited for this session now. <laughs> What is like? Our when you think about it, 1970s makes Sarkari Babu. Yeah. What is a Sarkari Babu or a Sarkari Ben? Yeah. <laughs> Sarkari <laughs> Babu or a Sarkari <laughs> Ben? It's um, triple B now. Triple B. I was about That's to say that. That's how I roll with. <laughs> It's like Bindas Babu Babe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. The typical mindset is still the same. You know, any of my friends who have visited me in the office, they're like, "Wow, do you? You? <laughs> I like this is expression. your office? Wow! I mean, you know, their eyes—they have the shock. Right. It's the dilemma." So yesterday, one of my friends from Orissa was visiting, and he has this page called India in Pixels. Okay. He's been endorsed by the PMO, and he's he's India doing India in Pixels. So. Yeah, so <laughs> India in Pixels, and he's doing phenomenal work. So he came to my office, and he was like. Whoa! I mean, I didn't know that the government works so fast. I mean, you know, because he was like, I didn't know that people connect you here. I thought there's long process to even enter these corridors, to enter the Lutyens corridors altogether. Uh. So he was like, he was really surprised that any common man can enter, can meet the minister. You oh, just, really? yeah, you can call my minister directly, and wow. he'll answer all his calls. Yes. Wow. Okay, so number yeah. Great. I mean, take away from yeah. this episode. If you need to call the minister yes. of yes, uh, animal husbandry, animal husbandry. Yes, he's a very approachable man, and I didn't know that myself before working with him. You know, he has no assistant. Like typically, you would believe that he has an assistant who will pick his call, and you know, then say to you, so you call on his phone back, number. If you wow. had an yeah. issue with anything, right? So, uh, and and we're women, or yeah. you know, running businesses. Yeah. How easy or hard is it to get in touch with the minister? Oh, it's very easy now 
so uh, with coming of this government you see you can email every each of our personal staffs email our landline numbers are featured on the government pages wow. you can directly email us people have such wrong perception right. about mm-hmm. the government about the functioning no, of the government completely and you know yeah. I think, again big takeaway this is for our viewers everyone who's here listening and this is something you need to take away from Malika's conversation yeah. talk to the government talk to the government yes. and they're open to opinions they're open to fresh perspectives they will entertain you they will meet you they will allow you the space to experiment so I think that's what the government is doing now. Very nice. Yeah. So my journey has been. No, oh, thank you. And you know, so many times, like you'll be like, "Oh, government, me, ye nahi hota hai, aise yeah. nahi hota hai, waise nahi hota." Yeah. And it's just like, why can't you be a part of the solution? Yeah. Versus, mm. so, and so, that's you know, what you know, my journey was also all about. Like, due was all about. You know, protests are very important. Everything is very important, but it's just that. Sometimes you need to be a part of the solution, you know. Mm. Sometimes you have to be in there. Look at what the government is so doing. So agree. You know, you have different perspectives that the government is doing nothing. They're just sitting back. They have Saturday, Sunday, chutti. All that. No, we don't. Who said we don't? And they work, yeah, they work really hard to bring the policies. I mean, it's well-researched. It's coherent. Your opinions matter. All the policies which are being made now, your public opinion also, they go out in the public domain. Your suggestions are asked for. So, yeah, people need to, you know, and also we are a large population, right? Like, right. we are a billion people all together. So, everything can't be like hunky-dory. Mm. But yeah, the government is really, really putting the best that they can. They're putting their best foot forward. And if you want as a common citizen or as, as an entrepreneur, if you want to be involved with the work of the government, yeah. what would you say would be a good few ways of just getting involved? So the government has started organizing a lot of startup challenges now. You should participate in that. And that's what I also, whenever I teach the startups, I always tell them that go to the government sites. You know, nobody wants to work hard these days. They're like the government is doing nothing and they just complain about it. Just go to their website. There's so many startup challenges which are happening. You participate in them. And when you go to the private investors, you know, they see the accountability and the credibility. Once you started like working with the government or you have participated in those challenges or, you know, you've interacted with the bureaucrats as well. They provide you with that accountability and credibility altogether, right? So, and like the challenges that I'm speaking about, Startup India. Startup India is one of the greatest initiatives. You know, you get tax rebates in that, the seed programs that they're having, how to do a pitch, how to like... And, and it's all online. You, you know, yeah. they connect you, they'll put you on, in touch yes, with the they challenges. put you in the challenges. They'll put you in touch with the investors. Yeah. And you know, whatever, the, the, the dot in yeah. email ID does have a lot of pull, pull. in our country. Yes, yes, it does. It does. You're taken seriously at the okay. end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the fun part. You're taken seriously. <laughs> awesome. So I think that's, uh, so please like reach out to the government, startup challenges. Uh, you know, and definitely, you can have my email also. If anybody yes. has any yes. problem regarding any startup, wants to you know register or any. Also, the government is very open. I personally suggest that people should start mailing, start calling. Yeah. You your calls will be received instead of complaining. I think let's do some action also. That's Give amazing. us the chance. <laughs> and Give us the you, chance. I, and what do you do? You feel that the government is also active on social media. Oh yes. Is that oh, yes. like good channels to reach out? So you know you must have seen a lot of these for example uh, Mr. Ashwini Vaishnav, Honorable uh, Minister for uh, Railways. 
he has ensured like any tweet that you do or you know in the airport if you know you're feeling oh, that yes. we saw yeah. that you that saw that online right we saw that that your was flight amazing is late. Yes. your train yes. is not on time the train you know the uh, for example somebody's uh, seat right. was broken and they posted it and they tagged oh, the God. indian railways oh, immediately you get response that okay this will be fixed we're sorry for the you know your seat and all that immediately we're going to fix it so Wow. Those sort of immediate reactions I are coming to it. Yeah, so yeah. I love this. Yeah. So I, you know, again, it's so just endearing to know and find that our government is moving with our times. Yeah. Our generations are moving with the times. Yeah. Uh, and I think more and more of us and youngsters need to also come in. Our ministers are support. also moving with time. They're making, you know, any activity like they're doing reels. Like we, uh, yeah, they're doing reels. <laughs> wow. So anytime they go somewhere, they're like, oh, you know, get Instagram reels and reach right. out to the young crowd. <laughs> right. I mean, it's pretty uh, right. amazing. It's Could pretty you think amazing. a 60, 70 year old person, you know, they're walking, they're doing like moving no, with the funny reels, but you know, no, the serious what ones, what attract the young yeah. crowd. They're yes. like, okay, reel banado. Like, you know, that's sort of a thing what attracts the young crowds, where they can engage with the young crowds. So any minister, if you see the cabinet minister, be it Rupala sir, be it Mandavia sir, be it Piyush Goel, anybody, you go to their Instagram pages and you see a whole lot of reels of, you know, when they're traveling, what sort of impact are they making, what are the policies. People they're meeting. Yeah, yeah. so the people they're meeting. And they have long hours. Yeah, and they have long hours. So imagine they're, they're putting in so much effort to reach out to the young crowd. Yes, true. They're active in the social media. So, and taking that personally, I think it's it's a commendable task. You know? So, commendable yeah. task, but they are doing what you're doing. They're doing, <laughs> So, yes. uh, last few questions for me. 10 years from now, what do you see yourself doing? <laughs> in Netflix and change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they never change. Or, or maybe we're gearing our country up for another, yes. <laughs> another revolution. <laughs> because she can. Because she can. So yes. Thank you so much. And, and final words, what does because she can represent for you? Uh, mostly people talk in English, but I'd love for you to talk in Hindi if that's your. Definitely. If that's something you're more comfortable with. I want to say thank you to you. And I want everybody, you know, this is slight different from your question. <laughs> Abhi recently I was sitting in my office and uh, somebody from DD Doordarshan was, uh, I was, we were in talks about some interview and all that. And they were like, uh, you know, what are you doing? I was like, I have this podcast and all that, all that. I have to go there. And uh, he said that, oh, Divya Jain, she has been featured in our, uh, you know, she, he asked me who is the president of Fikki Wife, no chairperson right now. And I, of course, took your name and he said, Oh, she uh, got featured on our Tejasvini dialogues and uh, she's doing this amazing work on this wow. safe express. <laughs> I just knew her. She is some person who is, uh, you know, running the logistic company. And by the way, safe express was the first company that I chose to deliver my saman from uh, hostel, <laughs> from the <from laughs> hostel to where I live today. Awesome. So that's how I knew you. Cute. Somebody who has helped me. Maintain that logistic yeah. part, yeah. So I was very, uh, you know, I was very curious. I was like, okay, well, what who was the interview she? about? Who, who wish, you know? So that introduction <laughs> didn't happen. How sweet. Yeah, that introduction didn't happen. And I, you know, watched her interview. I'm, and I'm this person, I don't know if it's with our generation, but it's like our attention span is very low. It's like maximum 5 minutes ka hota hai, aur usse 5 minute ke baad jisne mujhe entertain kar diya. That person oh is fabulous. Oh God. 
so i saw that entire interview of wow. yours with rapt attention <laughs> pura aapka safe educate pura how you are changing the containers to this uh, you know a yeah. space for all these people to learn and educate so i was and i immediately wrote you a text after that i got <laughs> and i was like listen i am so happy this person came i watched your this i mean i was so so happy because you know imagine belonging to an organization where the you know somebody from outside they come and speak and they they like wow you know this person i think that happened like 2 3 years back right. so on a very recent interview yeah, so thank you you just you really did oh. my day <laughs> you deserve that you deserve that you deserve i think you're doing some great work with sikki wi flo absolutely is just you you've brought in a lot of fresh perspective you've brought in a new a lot of new faces to the committee no, to the entire thing i mean it's not all about that you know the faces that we knew but it's also a lot of fresh faces like you you're an amazing team there so yeah i you think know, i genuinely believe women are so powerful they just need to yeah they need a platform allowed to fly and yeah. you know to so yeah so i really want to thank you for that oh but because she can means the world to me i think it's wow. it's a platform where you're giving voices to so many people because every woman has a story absolutely every woman has a story and you know there's something there's always a takeaway beat our mothers beat you guys beat all the inspirational women around us i mean there's something to take away so i think very, well very helpful and uh, this platform i hope it grows <laughs> and uh, fingers crossed fingers crossed so and it will it will it's a success already so i think i'm so proud of all of you thank you so much thank you for being here it's been a heartwarming talk. thank you mem ji <laughs> thank you mem ji for inviting and, and, me no, i had a great time aapke darshakon ko aapke darshakon ko aur aapke shrota gadon ko hum sirf yahi batana chahenge ki ye mem ji is bahut inspirational kaam kar rahe hain inke podcast ko support karo aur subscribe karo yes subscribe hit the like button of the and appreciate the mem ji thank you so much